Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business. And as you all know, each and every week, I do my best uh, to bring pertinent information to all of our listeners um, about aging and about embracing this time in our lives as we age and all the different things that can happen um, and that can come upon you that you may not be expecting. So today, our topic, we we have a guest in the studio, and his name is Dr. Christopher Metz, and um, that means a doctor. I'm going to I'm going to try this word, doctor. Okay, <laughs> it's otolaryngologist. You got it. Oh my gosh, I said got it right. It. <laughs> and that means a doctor that treats disorders of the ear, nose, and throat. So when necessary, he prefer performs surgery in those areas. But he um, attended Albion College and Michigan State. Go green for medical go school. <laughs> and you can tell I didn't go to Michigan State. And in July, completed a five-year residency. Um, so he currently practices in both Madison Heights and Farmington. But, you know, you can drive there from all over, listeners, because I know we're all in different locations. But it's important to talk to someone like this, especially this time of year, because Mm -hmm. we all have something going on. So thank you, doctor, for being with us today. Thank you, Wendy. Thanks for having me. We are excited to have you here because there's um, issues, as you know, consistently with seniors. Um, But what I'd like to know first is, like, what are some of those most common things that you treat for seniors? Well, like you were saying, we treat a lot of seniors. And things we commonly see in our senior population are things like hearing loss, vertigo or dizziness, earwax building up, trouble swallowing, hoarse voice, throat pain, chronic sinus infections, nasal obstruction or not being able to breathe out of the nose, problems with sleep apnea or snoring, and skin cancers of the head and neck. Yeah, and those are actually becoming more and more common. It's right. been sh- it's been shocking. But hearing loss, I got a I got to say is probably one of the most common. Yeah. Is that is that always age related? Often it is with the senior population. It's a combination of noise exposure over a lifetime, combination of your genetics and sometimes just the way you the way you age. A normal part of aging is can be having a little bit of hearing loss. 
but it's not always age-related. Sometimes there's very reversible causes of hearing loss, like earwax or fluid in the ears, or sometimes people who had ear infections, the ear doesn't quite function properly and transmit the sound. It can re- result in a very substantial hearing loss. So yes, it's often age-related, but there's also other really acutely reversible causes of the hearing loss that we see all the time. And if it is that age-related hearing loss, mm-hmm. generally it responds very well to hearing aids or amplification devices. Well, and it's funny you say that because I was just at um, a client's yesterday, a visitor at a senior living community, and when I went in, first of all, I'm banging on the door, and she's not answering, not answering, so I had to go get um, one of the aides, and she let me in, and of course she was in watching TV, and it was so loud that she would have never heard the door, right? And in my head, I thought, oh, this poor woman probably doesn't have her hearing aids in, Um, which, of course, was the case. So the whole time I was talking to her, I was really loud, like sitting right in front of her. I had to turn the TV down like 20 decibels. But um, but it's so common. It's so common. So common. And I got to be honest, one of the biggest things, and I know this isn't your area, but is them trying to get those little hearing aids into their ears at that age, right? Right. So, um, so there is a lot of technology nowadays, too, that's helping us with that. Right. The hearing aid technology has come a, a long way. And it's crazy. It seems like every month there's a new technology or something that goes with hearing aids to make them more user-friendly and more effective. And when we look at the data, what we see with senior patients is that if they have a hearing loss, they sort of, they're really missing out on life because they're not interacting with their family. They're not interacting with their friends. They can feel very isolated because they can be at a family function, but they can't really participate because they can't really interact with their, their loved ones. They can't enjoy the moment as much as they should. And some of the data actually implies that seniors that have a hearing loss for several years are more prone to developing dementia later in life. Isn't that fascinating? Mm -hmm. And it makes a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. too. But so what I'm realizing, too, is people don't know that they have a hearing loss. Right. Unless someone's telling them that they're not listening. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like my mom and dad, for instance. Like my dad can't hear as well, but my mom's like, the one telling me, I don't think your dad can hear anymore. Right. Right? Because it's not my dad. He has no idea. He can't hear. Absolutely. And usually it's such a gradual process. We're talking over 25, 30, sometimes 40 years the hearing loss will start. And so people adapt and get used to it. And so if it's not tested, they don't even realize they have a hearing loss because it's been such a gradual process. So your recommendation in that process is just to make a call to your office and set Absolutely. up an appointment. Yep. We have board-certified audiologists in our office who can provide a comprehensive hearing test. You'll see the physician. We'll look inside the ears, make sure there's nothing mechanically or physically wrong with the ears, like a wax or fluid, hole in the eardrum, something like that. And then our audiologist does a comprehensive hearing test. We review that with the patient, show them the degree of hearing loss, and then provide some recommendations for them. And many of them are probably surprised that it's as bad as it is, I'm sure. Absolutely. All right, so the office number, if you'd like to write it down, is 248-541-0100. And that goes right to Dr. Metz's office, and you can request um, an appointment. And I'm sure most of this is probably covered through insurance. Absolutely. With hearing aids, it becomes a little bit complicated in terms of getting coverage with insurance. But our audiologists are experts at it and can point you in the right direction, either through our office with insurance coverage another provider locally, or some local resources that are in place to help seniors get hearing aids. Excellent. So what what are some concerning symptoms that seniors should be extra aware of? That's a good question. Um, Seniors 
need to be kind of on the lookout for a couple of things that can be signs of kind of a serious disease process going on. Any senior that has new onset hoarseness, their voice was normal, and now all of a sudden they have this hoarseness. It's raspy. It's not quite as loud as it used to be. That's a concerning sign. Unexplained weight loss, as any doctor will tell you, is a concerning sign for a senior. Any neck mass, lump or bump in the neck of any kind, needs to be evaluated by an ear, nose, throat doctor. Any nuance at trouble swallowing, all of a sudden the seniors can't really eat the foods they were eating a couple weeks ago. They're having trouble with that. They're having trouble with meats or foods of thicker consistency. They feel like they're choking when, they, they feel like they're choking when they're eating. Um, these are concerning symptoms that should be evaluated. And another one is sudden hearing loss. So we talk about hearing loss, we just talked about it, and usually it's a gradual process. We say, yeah, I started noticing this a couple years ago, and now my family has finally pushed me in to see someone about it. Other times, people wake up and they say, man, my hearing is really down from yesterday. I woke up today and I can't hear out of my left ear. That's a really concerning sign. And usually it can be treated, but the quicker we can treat that type of hearing loss, the more likely it is to come back. And so if that hearing loss is left untreated for several weeks, that prognosis for that patient, that patient's hearing goes way down. That's a good point because a lot of times we're like, oh, it's fine. It's probably right. something minor. It'll come back. And we kind of let it go. Right. Same thing with our eyes sometimes. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you see these spots and then you don't do anything and you have a torn retina or something, right? Right. So it, there's quickness that we need, in, especially when it comes to your, to your ears. And that's good to know. So sudden hearing loss. Like sudden you wake hearing up loss. With, okay, you can't hear something. Yep, okay. absolutely. Okay, excellent. So um, let's talk about some of the areas, the other areas that you um, talked about outside of hearing. So skin lesions was one you mentioned. Right. Are there some high-risk features that people should be aware of? Absolutely. So first, the patients that really need to be aware of skin cancers, everyone needs to be aware of them. But there are certain patients that really need to be on the lookout. These are patients with a history of a lot of sun exposure throughout their lives. Maybe they worked outside. Maybe they enjoyed the beach, boating in this area, things like that, mm -hmm. and maybe didn't wear sunscreen. People that have paler skin, lighter colored hair, especially people with red hair, and people who always felt in light, they had an inability to tan. They never got that tan, olive-colored skin. They just kind of got that red. Mm -hmm. That skin is more prone to cutaneous malignancies or skin cancers. And certain skin lesions that we need to sort of be aware of, they can be in any really shape, size, or color. But especially ones we need to be aware of are sort of firm red nodules. Any growth that bleeds, any sore that really doesn't heal, it's sort of like a, a lesion that seems like it should heal or go away and doesn't go away, mm -hmm. on the head or neck, especially the nose, forehead, or ears, needs to be evaluated. And you do that in your office? Absolutely. So we see patients with skin lesions all the time, and usually the same day, we can do a little pretty painless biopsy of that skin lesion. We send it off to a pathologist or a doctor that looks at the skin lesion under a microscope, and then they help us and tell us if this is any malignancy or if it's just a benign skin lesion that isn't of any concern. I got to believe that's one of the higher things that you see the most of, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we have no way of knowing. Like, we we all think that we can go on and Google, like, what does, right. a, what does skin cancer look right. like? But the reality is there is absolutely, you are the expert. Like, you guys know what you're doing and you understand it. Well, you see some that look very benign and you biopsy and turns out it's an, a skin cancer in very early development. And then you see some that look very concerning and it turns out that they're just normal moles. 
Is there like a level when you do the biopsy of those? I'm just curious that you know right away whether they need to go deeper or you got everything. Well, the key with the biopsy when we do it is uh-huh. we want to go deep enough because the one of the biggest prognostic factors of the skin cancer is actually how deep it goes. So people may see it and think, oh, it's how the diameter of it, how big it is, is the concerning thing. One of the biggest things is actually how deep it goes. So it's important. You're listening to The Patriot, WDTK. We'll be right back with you. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with spinal stenosis? I'm Dr. Marion McMillan, Medical Director of Synergy Spine, Michigan. Spinal stenosis affects 50% of people over age 60. Patients with spinal stenosis cannot stand, walk, or enjoy normal activities without severe pain in the back, hips, and legs. Now, spinal stenosis can be treated through a lighted tube no larger than a pencil without the risk or expense of major spinal surgery with rods, plates, or screws. The endoscopic surgical procedure is performed on outpatients in about an hour. Patients go home the same day and can resume normal activities in just a few days. It's the modern alternative to major spinal surgery. Contact Synergy Spine Michigan toll-free at 833-770-8100 or at SynergySpineMichigan.com. That's 833-770-8100 or SynergySpineMichigan.com. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With every Everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Find out more about Salem Surround at SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. 
This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, ear, nose, and throat, and we've got Dr. Christopher Metz, and it's been so educational, the first segment, and there's so many questions that are kind of railing through my mind that I want to ask you, Um, but we were talking about the skin lesions in the first um, segment, so I want to circle back on that just for a minute, Dr. Metz. When you, um, I think when most people think about skin lesions, they think, you know, I need to go to a dermatologist, so I, I like that they can come to you. And you kind of do everything there. But talk to us a little bit more about what you do in reference to the skin lesions versus something maybe that a dermatologist would do. Right. And, and dermatologists are fantastic at treating skin lesions and finding skin cancers and stuff like that. So um, we get involved a little bit with skin cancers. Well, we see them primarily. People will come in and we'll do the biopsy of the lesion, tell them what it is, and kind of recommend a treatment from there. One reason we get involved as ear, nose, and throat doctors is because part of ear, nose, throat is actually doing a little bit of facial plastic surgery. And so what sometimes we will do is if a skin cancer is sometimes on an anatomically tough place, like a nose or a lip or a forehead or around the eye, sometimes they're really hard to close. So you can resect that skin, and then you have this defect that doesn't exactly respond to traditional sutures or stitches like you would get in maybe the ER at your regular doctor. So we have to think, how are we going to close this? We've already gotten rid of the skin cancer. That's the most important thing. But now we need to give the patient an aesthetically good-looking result. Right. And so sometimes what we can do is sort of move tissue or move skin around from your face, from your forehead, to close these kind of tough areas. And goals are to eradicate or get rid of all the skin cancer, but then also maintain the function and the aesthetics of the face and the nose. So, and I don't know if you know this question, but if you do get rid of skin cancer on your face, is it prone to come back in that same spot another time, or is it usually gone from that area and it'll come somewhere else? Generally, it's gone. The primary site always has to be monitored, and any new growth or irregularity at the primary site needs to be monitored. But we have very strict guidelines in terms of what margin of healthy skin we have to take around the skin cancer to prevent recurrence. Okay. So when we resect a skin cancer, we're not just taking out the skin cancer. We need to be make sure that we have enough healthy tissue around it as sort of a belt and suspenders to make sure that we've eradicated all that skin cancer from the primary site. Completely makes sense. And I like the belt and suspenders. Right. It's always good. We understand that, right? Um, So let me ask you, you mentioned a little bit about snoring. Is that a concerning sign to you? Snoring can be a concerning sign. Snoring is very normal. And truth be told, snoring is a tough thing. We don't have a guaranteed, here's a medicine, here's a surgery, here's a treatment for snoring. If anyone could ever just get rid of snoring, they would be the (laughs) busiest. A millionaire. Exactly. Yes. Um, so snoring can be a normal physiologic thing. It's a result of some anatomy kind of in the back of the nose, the base of the tongue, and the back of the throat. And 
if people snore, it's not necessarily a concerning thing. What's concerning is if the patients have obstructive sleep apnea, which is a syndrome where we don't get enough oxygen when we sleep. And it's concerning because it puts a lot of stress on the lungs and the heart when we're in those periods of hypoxia or low oxygen in the blood. And you're probably not obviously getting good sleep because you're up in the morning and you're exhausted, right? Right, exactly. So what happens, we don't even realize it, is that when we go these periods of low oxygen, the body kind of wakes us up a little bit to kind of stimulate us to get more oxygen. And so someone who has bad sleep apnea, it's the equivalent of someone, imagine you're sleeping a good night's sleep and someone's just constantly waking you up every couple minutes. Can't even imagine. And so they wake up and they feel very unrested. Mm-hmm. They feel very groggy. And it's tough to function throughout the day because you're not getting good sleep. Exactly. Exactly. So I wanted to remind our listeners, uh, Dr. Metz's office is located both in uh, Madison Heights and Farmington Hills. And you can reach him at 248-541-0100. It's definitely worth a call. He covers a lot of ground, as you can see. And when you call the office, tell them that you heard uh, Dr. Metz on the radio and you'd be interested in setting up an appointment um, specifically with Dr. Metz because, as you can hear, he is extremely knowledgeable. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, Doctor, and I was excited to have you um, here today, I have a friend, actually, that has vertigo. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like this, like, mystery, if you ask me. Right. Everyone's like, how did I get vertigo and where right. does it come from and how do I treat it? So can you kind of talk us through that a little bit? Absolutely. So vertigo is the sensation of the world moving around us when the world is really not moving. Okay. So vertigo typically presents as a room spinning sensation. Okay. It can be positional meaning when we move and tilt our head a certain way, we get the spinning sensation. It can also not be positional, where certain other triggers cause us to be vertiginous or have these spinning attacks. So it's very common, but it's also a little complicated because not all dizziness is technically vertigo. So there's a lot of reasons why we can be sort of lightheaded. When we stand up, we get a little bit lightheaded for a few seconds. When we Um, lay down, we get lightheaded, or we get a little bit of an off-balance feeling, that's not necessarily vertigo. And so it gets a little confusing because we often see patients who say, oh, I have vertigo. And when you start asking about their symptoms, when it happens, what they feel like, and you examine them, you realize it's not really true vertigo, but more of a a dizziness, disequilibrium. Okay. So what should, um, at any point, they should probably call their physician Absolutely. and get in. Yep. And then you would test, I'm guessing it's ear-related, correct? Right. right. So when we see patients, we really focus on, is this ear-related dizziness and how can we help them? And so when we see patients, first, we really have to look at the ear, make sure the ear looks healthy, looks clear, there's no infection, anything like that. Then we do a couple of balance tests in the office where we test their ear balance system and see if we see any abnormalities there. Oftentimes, with the most common type of vertigo, we call it BPPV, mm-hmm. benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, this is the, the crystals vertigo that you hear so much about. We can perform a repositioning maneuver of the patient in the office where we kind of move their head in a couple directions, and we kind of put those crystals, quote-unquote, back in back place in where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I tell people it's kind of like there's an earthquake 
and in your pantry you have a bunch of cans of soup that are now falling on the ground. Now I have to put them back in the right place. Got it. And that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. And I think that, you know, it's common. It seems more common Very in the common. older in the older adults. You Absolutely. Know? And so when you see it in someone younger, you're like, wow, what, how did they end up with vertigo? Yeah. But yeah, I can imagine just those crystals getting out of alignment like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So one of the other things I wanted to ask, so if seniors aren't healthy enough for surgery or anesthesia, I'm sure right. you run into that a lot. Right. Um, you know, are there any in-office procedures that you offer versus going through an anesthesiologist? Absolutely. Great question. We um, see seniors a lot of times who have medical conditions, and they just can't handle general anesthesia or sedation in the operating room. So we can offer numerous procedures of the ears, nose, and throat in the office, really with no anesthesia or just a little local or topical anesthesia. So we have surgeries for nasal obstruction, not being able to breathe out of the nose, which we can do in the office. We have we actually now can do sinus surgery in the office to open and drain the sinuses with no general anesthetic, and it's very well tolerated. It's pain-free, and people do very well with it. And furthermore, we can do some pretty minimally invasive but still some ear procedures in the office, patch small holes in the eardrum, put in ear tubes, ventilation tubes in the office, that type of thing that requires no anesthetic or no general anesthesia. Excellent. And I'm going to give your uh, phone number again. It's 248-541-0100. And I got to believe most of your uh, patients are covered through insurance, correct? Absolutely. I take all forms of insurance. And so we see patients with all different types of insurance and it's definitely worth the phone call. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, because yep. insurance, <laughs> we have insurance for a reason. So if you have any one of the things that we've talked about, make a call to the office. It's worth getting it checked out. Absolutely. I think, you know, do you agree that a lot of times um, people are just hesitant to go see the doctor? They probably know something's wrong, but they just, they're like, oh, I don't know. Should I go in? Absolutely. Absolutely. The fear of the doctor, and if I don't go to the doctor, I'm not sick, and that type of thing. And um and I'm looking at this friendly, smiling face across from me, thinking to myself, I don't know how anybody could fear you. You're so personable. You're enjoyable. You're knowledgeable. You've had the training and the education that we all need. So why not come and visit with Dr. Metz? We're here to help. Judgment-free. Yeah. Uh, judgment-free. Judgment-free. I like that the best. So um, I also wanted to mention to our listeners, uh, for the nonprofit Next Steps for Seniors um, has a nonprofit side. We're doing a volunteer evening on January 23rd. So we actually help low-income seniors, doctor, that don't have finances but need to move out of their homes and find a safe, affordable place. So we're always looking for volunteers to meet with these seniors on a regular basis just to talk with them, share life stories. A lot of people are lonely as they age. And so I just want to encourage our listeners as a quick commercial before we go to break, call my office at 248 651-5010. If you are interested in attending our volunteer program where we're educating our volunteers to go out and meet with these seniors on a regular basis, again, it's January 23rd. You're listening to The Patriot. We'll be right back after this commercial. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. 
Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with spinal stenosis? I'm Dr. Marion McMillan, Medical Director of Synergy Spine, Michigan. Spinal stenosis affects 50% of people over age 60. Patients with spinal stenosis cannot stand, walk, or enjoy normal activities without severe pain in the back, hips, and legs. Now, spinal stenosis can be treated through a lighted tube no larger than a pencil without the risk or expense of major spinal surgery with rods, plates, or screws. The endoscopic surgical procedure is performed on outpatients in about an hour. Patients go home the same day and can resume normal activities in just a few days. It's the modern alternative to major spinal surgery. Contact Synergy Spine Michigan toll-free at 833-770-8100 or at SynergySpineMichigan.com. That's 833-770-8100 or SynergySpineMichigan.com. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they still maintain their shape. And most importantly, they're made in the USA. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. The regular price sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings, and kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever twenty nine ninety eight for a queen size premium but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout or on the web at MyPillow.com. But be sure to use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. 
Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today with Dr. Christopher Metz, and our topic is ear, nose, and throat. And what a timely uh, time to have this program on, being it's January, and the weather's been hot and cold for the last, what, 30 to 60 days. (laughs) So I'm sure you've seen a lot of sinus infections, different things like that. But I wanted to share Dr. Metz's phone number with everyone. It's 248-541-0100. So talk to us a little bit, Dr. Metz, if you can, about sinus infections. I know that, you know, when people get those chronic sinus infections, I'm sure it's something you see a lot in your office. Absolutely. And so sinuses, what are sinuses? So sinuses are actually little pockets of air that sit near our nose and our skull. And actually, we don't even know what they do. We think that maybe they acted when um, humans are kind of developing and evolving, act to kind of cushion the brain mm-hmm. from from facial trauma. So we don't even know what the sinuses do, but they're pockets of air. And they're meant to drain naturally, kind of like a sink or a shower. And they actually have little cilia or little fingers in them that are always pushing mucus towards their natural drainage point. And sometimes that natural drainage point can be blocked and can cause people to have chronic sinus infections or a sinus infection that just doesn't heal because the sinuses can't drain. So when sinus infections don't respond to the typical antibiotics and medicines, we sometimes get involved and will help open to drain those sinuses. Okay, so is one of those, um, if that doesn't work as far as opening, is that a surgical procedure? Right. Or, so okay. sometimes it can be a surgical procedure. Oftentimes sinus issues like chronic sinus congestion and sinus infections can be treated medically with antibiotics, steroid nasal sprays, allergy medications, that type of thing. However, if it doesn't respond to those medications, we will offer a surgical procedure either in the office, like I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. or in the operating room to open those sinuses. Okay. And I think it's fairly common too, very isn't common. it? Very common, especially in this area with high allergy levels that we have here in Southeast Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, allergies and sinus problems go hand in hand. And so it's very common, something we see all the time. Are the symptoms just like stuffiness or f- like full feeling or what, what do they have to look for? Is there pain too? Absolutely. It can be facial pain, can be pressure, can be chronic nasal congestion, chronic rhinorrhea or nasal drainage. Post-nasal drainage or the feeling like there's stuff dripping from the nose onto the throat, kind of always <clears throat> clearing the throat Very like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the symptoms of chronic sinus infections. Okay. All right. So one of the things I wanted to ask you about, doctor, since you're here too, is um, blood thinners. Mm-hmm. A lot of the seniors that call my office are on some type of blood thinner. Is there anything they need to look out for when they're doing this? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Talk to us about that. And the blood thinners, they work really well. And sometimes they work a little too well. And the big thing that we see with seniors and blood thinners is, especially this time of year when it's cold and the air is very dry, mm-hmm. is actually nosebleeds or epistaxis. And sometimes they're very mild and they're controlled with just putting a little pressure on the tip of the nose. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we see seniors in the emergency room with very bad nosebleeds that um, have to be controlled with nasal packing, have to be controlled with some electro or surgical cautery. And um, they can be very serious. What are that's a good question. What are some um, reasons that a nosebleed would be caused? Like, what are some of the background on that? Typically, the nose will have has a lot of little blood vessels that kind of come up and go into the middle of the nose to kind of provide the blood supply to the nose. Uh-huh. And when the air is dry 
and cold like this, sometimes those little blood vessels can become exposed okay. and they actually break open. Wow. And so, and will lead to pretty, it can be, can be very mild, but sometimes can be very severe nosebleed. And so if any senior, especially those that are on blood thinners, notices a little bit of nasal bleeding, it's best to get into a doctor to see if they can control that before it becomes something of an emergency. Well, the other thing I heard, and I'm not a doctor, obviously, but um, iron, if you have low iron, you get nosebleeds. Is that something that's common or not necessarily? That can be. Usually the low iron is leads to a problem producing hemoglobin or what transports oxygen around the blood. So iron is more going to make you prone to anemia or sort of low hemoglobin counts, mm -hmm. not necessarily nosebleeds per se. Okay. So do you, Good question. do you do a lot of that blood work in your office then? Like if people come in and they're really weak and they don't have a lot of energy, because it could be a number of things, clearly. Absolutely. We'll order blood work routinely on patients, especially those that have had nosebleeds, not only to look for those blood levels, but also to check coagulation studies or to see if the body is making blood clots in the normal speed and time that it's supposed to be. Because sometimes people who have recurrent nosebleeds, we need to make sure they don't have a hemophilia or a problem making blood clots. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Didn't know it. See, that's why you're here. <laughs> that's why you're here educating us. There's so many, so much great information. Um, I wanted to go back to ears just for a second. I know mm -hmm. we talked about that in our first segment. Um, why do some people make so much earwax? All right. So earwax, um, our ear makes earwax and the, the wax does have a purpose. The wax actually is protecting the ear. Okay. It has a little bit of antimicrobial or anti-infectious properties, and it also works to kind of lubricate the skin of the ear canal. The ear canal skin is very thin, and so we make wax to kind of protect that skin and kind of protect the ear, just like how you make tears to kind of protect your eye. Mm -hmm. And so wax is a good thing. We want a little bit of earwax in our ears to kind of protect it. So it doesn't always have to be removed. does not always have to be removed. We remove the earwax in our office if it builds up all the way to the point where it's causing a hearing loss, it's causing a full or muffled feeling in the ear, the ears are itching, bothering the patient will remove the earwax. However, some patients come in and if they use Q-tips or cotton swabs in the ear, we find that they have no earwax the ear or the earwax is pushed all the way down, all the way against the eardrum because the cotton swab is just pushing the earwax all the way down the ear canal. I still want to know why they are allowed to make those. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Every doctor I've ever talked to says, do not use Q-tips. And yet they're still right there, right with everybody else in the pharmacy um, or the grocery store. Okay, so let's talk about e ringing. What about right. ringing in the ears? What is that a cause of? So ringing in the ears or tinnitus, tinnitus, the medical term for perceiving a noise that's not really there, mm -hmm. is a very common thing. The most common reason for tinnitus or ringing in the ears is actually a little bit of a hearing loss or a lot of hearing loss. What happens is... When we lose hearing, we don't give the brain quite as much stimulation as it got when we had normal hearing. And so the brain, not getting the stimulus, sort of responds by producing this high-pitched ringing noise. It can be, some people say it's a high-pitched kind of whining noise. It can be kind of the sound of a radiator. It can be the sound of like a, some people say it's like a broken speaker kind of sound. It can be the sound of like a seashell, like an ocean kind of muffling sound. And it's the brain producing that sound to kind of remind the ear that, hey, I'm still here requesting that stimulation that it got when we had normal hearing. So it's a response from the brain 
as a result of the hearing loss. Which, and you said earlier, this is so fascinating to me, because when you said earlier that some people with hearing loss develop dementia or some type of cognitive issues earlier, right. now it's all making sense. Right. Because the brain's not catching that stimulation. Exactly. And just like anything in the body, once you don't use it, right? Don't use it, you lose it. You don't yep. use it, you lose it, which is horrible to say, especially about your brain. But right. that's like the venue is your right. ears. Right. Because if you can't hear that information, you need the development and the stimulation. Right. So a ringing in the ears or this tinnitus is often a sign of hearing loss. And often people are coming in for the ringing in the ears, not realizing they have a hearing loss that's really responsible for the ringing in the ears. Back to the first segment when we talked. It's amazing that you really, because we don't even realize we don't hear well. It's right. the people around us that tell us that you're not hearing me well. Right. So we do need to pay attention, listeners, to the people around us, your spouses, your children. When, when they say to you, are your ears okay? Can you hear me? Pay attention to that. And, and let me just ask you, why not, listeners, why not make an appointment and go in and have your ears checked? What do you have to lose, right? You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. If Dr. Metz tells you, oh, your ears are totally fine, then awesome. Then you have selective hearing. Absolutely. Right? Listening problem, not hearing problem. <laughs> exactly. Okay, his number again at the office is 248 um, again, mention that you heard it on the radio, and you can set up an appointment to meet with Dr. Christopher Metz. And his office locations, again, are both in uh, Farmington and Madison Heights. Yep. Um, so, of course, you can drive from anywhere to get there. Um, one more question on the ears regarding popping. What about when you're on the airplane and your ears are popping? Um, when our ears are popping on the airplane, there's a tube that goes from the back of the ear and actually drains to the back of the nose. It's called the eustachian tube. And its job, it's opening and closing all day. And its job is to equalize pressures from each sides of the eardrum. Okay. And so when our ears are popping on the airplane, that's that eustachian tube opening and closing many times rapidly, slowly equalizing the pressures from the outside of the eardrum to the middle ear or behind the eardrum. So interesting. It really is because many times, and I was just on a plane over the holiday, mm -hmm. um, and, and chewing gum and you're mm -hmm. yawning and you're doing everything you can to eliminate that happening in your right. ears. Right, and you're chewing gum and yawning to get that eustachian tube to open to try to equalize those pressures. Babies, their eustachian tubes don't open as well as quite as our adults. That's why you often see babies crying on airplanes because their ears are hurting them. Oh, bless their hearts. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking further with our guest, Dr. Christopher Metz. And again, his number, 248-541-0100. We'll be back in just a moment. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members, and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. 
Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. We are familiar with the word new as Christians in Scripture. Esther Allen Fleece on Focus on the Family Minute. We know about the New Testament, the New Covenant. Um, God makes us a new creation. Mm -hmm. But very few of us are talking about the new name that he gives us. And I believe that every Christian will get a new name. In Scripture, we see in the Old Testament, many times God would give a physical name change to somebody. And we see that also in the New Testament. But even if there isn't a physical name change, like how I've gone from Esther Fleece to Esther Allen, even if there isn't a physical name change, there will be a spiritual change. There is an old and a new. And this word new defined in scripture is not found exactly like you were before. And so every single one of us who is in Christ, we have a testimony of newness. We have a new name that God wants to put on display, not our old brokenness. God's word tells us he's making all things new. More from Esther at familyminute.org. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We are here today with Dr. Christopher Metz and ear, nose, and throat. And what a great, timely uh, topic that we have today, especially this time of year. And listeners, one thing that I just want to share with you that I think is really important, and I see this a lot uh, with the calls that we get into my office uh, from both seniors and from their, their children is I can't get my mom and dad to go to the doctor or the senior saying, you know what, this has been bothering me forever, but I just don't want to go to the doctor. And every single time, in fact, I'm going to tell you a real life story. Two days ago, um, a lady called my office and she's like, yeah, my husband last night looked at me and said, who are you? And she said, I'm your wife. And he's like, no, you're not. And had this moment, right, of cognitive impairment, could not recognize his wife. Wow. And so she calls me, right, the next day. And so I'm talking to her on the phone, and I'm like, okay, I am going to give you some advice, and I pray that you take it. I want you to hang up your phone right now, and I want you to call your physician and tell him exactly what happened last night. Because that is severe. Like, this guy's either got, you know, 
late stages dementia and was never diagnosed with dementia or something significant is happening in his cognitive brain. So in my mind, I love that people call me, but what I want you really to do, listeners, call me, and I'm probably going to listen to your story and then say, call your doctor, <laughs> and I'll, I'll refer you to Dr. Metz because I've loved having you here today. I think you're very knowledgeable and very personable. I think there's a lot to be said for physicians that um, can have the bedside manner and have conversations and be straightforward with our, with our patients because it's difficult to hear some of the news that we have to hear every day. But it's much easier when we hear it coming from somebody um, with compassion and understanding and empathy because, you know, if they're like, oh, yeah, you'll never hear again. You know, that's not – it's hard to hear. No pun on words. But um, but when you say it like, you know, I have, some, I have some bad news for you, unfortunately, because you waited so long or whatever the case is. And that, listeners, that's why I want to encourage you, don't wait. If you have sudden hearing loss, like he just said, if you wait – six months, you've just missed the opportunity for healing and getting the right medications and all that. So um, I just had to go on my soapbox for five minutes, but <laughs> I appreciate what you do and we need you. And there's a reason that we have physicians. Um, so one of the things I wanted to circle back on uh, in our last segment that we haven't touched on yet is nasal obstruction. Mm -hmm. um, it's got to be fairly common and, and also a common surgery. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So Hundred percent. Nasal obstruction is something that we see all the time. A couple people a day will have nasal obstruction, and it can be from a couple different things. So nasal obstruction, just inability to really breathe out of the nose. Some people will say, "I have never been able to breathe out of my nose my whole life. I've just been a mouth breather. I've never been able to really get air flow through my nose." Some people say, "I can never breathe out of the left or right side of my nose. It's one side." Or some people say, "You know, at night, I just find that my nose gets super stuffy and I really can't breathe out of my nose." And so there's a couple different reasons for those things. First thing that we look at is we first listen to the patient, see kind of a little bit of history of, you know, is this something they've had their whole lives? Is this after maybe hitting their nose on something? Is this something that surgeons get better or worse throughout the day? And then we look at the patient. We look for certain sort of signs in their anatomy that can lead to nasal obstruction. The nasal septum is kind of the middle part of the nose. It's the part that um, it feels kind of bony. It's actually made mostly of cartilage. Mm -hmm. And in about... 75% of people, there's a little deviation to that cartilage. Okay. It can be from when we got hit in the face a little bit as a kid, or it can be just the way we grew up. Yeah. And so if that little cartilage is deviated or pushed over, it's really hard to get air going through that side of the nose. The other thing we look for is there's these things called turbinates, which sit on the outside of the nose. Mm -hmm. And they're little kind of air fins that sit on the way outside of the nose, and they warm and humidify the air. They get the air when we breathe it in through our nose, and they warm it up to the temperature and the humidity that our lungs like. However, sometimes in people who have allergies or rhinitis, irritation of the nose, these turbinates get big and boggy and inflamed. And so they can block the entire nasal airway. And so that's kind of the stuffy nose, runny nose kind of person who says, I just can't breathe out of my nose. And you look in there, and you can see these big, huge turbinates which are blocking their airway. And so there's no way they can get any function from that part of their nose. So what do you do for that, just out of curiosity? So typically what we'll do is we'll start people on some medications to try to decrease the inflammation of the nose. We'll maybe put them on some allergy medications, some steroid nasal sprays, that type of thing, to try to just decrease the inflammation. And we want them to try those medications for at least a month. Those medications don't really take effect until a couple weeks. We really want to give them a nice trial of those medications to see if it helps their nasal obstruction. 
And then when we see them back, we see how much is it still bothering you. If you're still very symptomatic, then we do offer a pretty straightforward procedure to straighten that middle part of the nose, the septum. It's called the septoplasty. Okay. And then also we'll often reduce those turbinates while we're in the operating room, make them smaller to improve the patient's nasal airway. So is that like an outpatient procedure? Most of the time it's outpatient. And some people who have some medical issues will keep them one night in the hospital just as a precaution. But for most patients, it's an outpatient procedure. And the recovery is quick? Or... Recovery is very quick. There's okay. no cuts or anything on the outside of the nose. Everything is done through the inside of the nose, either just looking through the inside of the nose or cameras. Mm -hmm. And the recovery is, everyone's a little bit different. Um, People can be back on their feet within a couple days, um, back to their job within maybe four or five days, assuming it's a, a low-impact, sort of not I strenuous just, job. Right, right. I just feel sometimes like people, like, they just live with it because right. they're used to it. You know, oh, I've never been able to do breathe out of my left side of my nostril or, you know, whatever it is. And they right. just deal with it, right? Right. But when you don't have to, when you have Dr. Metz. You don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got five minutes left in the program. Uh -huh. I would love for you to recap. We've talked about a lot of information. Some listen listeners might just be tuning in for the first time. Yep. Recap the most important takeaways for our listeners. So the most important takeaways, I'd say, for senior listeners is that if you have some concerning ear, nose, and throat symptoms like hoarseness, weight loss, sudden hearing loss, a neck mass, to, to get in to see your physician or an ear, nose, throat physician quickly. Um, the other things we talked about are that um, hearing loss is something that is very important as we age. And if there is a hearing loss, there are plenty of things we can do to sort of treat that hearing loss, whether it be a hearing aid or fixing the underlying cause of the, the hearing loss. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a very good one. And then the sleep apnea thing I thought was huge, Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's you've got to look at the whole body. There's so much going on, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to also um, touch on the skin cancer thing one more time, if sure. you can recap that, because I thought sure. that was interesting. Absolutely. So skin cancer, very common in kind of the aging population. Any skin lesions, especially those on the head or neck that seem to not heal, that bleed, that itch, that are asymmetrical in appearance, that are dark in appearance, that have a sort of pearly appearance, need to be evaluated by a physician. Well, what I also appreciate is that you can look at the whole body. You look at the ears, the nose, the throat, like just like the things that we've talked about today. And you can also look at the skin lesions. Absolutely. I mean, obviously there are dermatologists, which we appreciate. Absolutely. Um, but it's nice to know that they can come to you and get a couple things done Absolutely. versus just doing the skin thing with the dermatologist. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So share again your phone number, Dr. Metz, and then um, your office locations, please. My phone number is 248-541-0100. And office locations are in Madison Heights and in Farmington. Okay, excellent. And I just wanted to um, thank you. Absolutely. Really. Thanks for having Truly me. Truly thank you for being here because I feel like there's always something going on, right, above the shoulders, <laughs> whether it's your ears, your nose, your throat, whatever it is. Um, and you really did a great job articulating to our listeners all the different things that could happen and what to be looking for. Because the sudden hearing loss, for example, people think, oh, it'll come back. Right. Go see the doctor. Right. It's worth the call to Dr. Metz's office. Um, one of the things we didn't touch on was the throat that much. You mentioned something earlier about trouble swallowing. What is that usually a cause or a symptom of? Swallowing is very complicated. It involves the coordination of a lot of different uh, muscles uh, in the throat here. 
So sometimes it can be kind of a part of the aging process that we just develop trouble swallowing. We have to augment our diet. We have to do exercises to keep those muscles strong that help coordinate swallowing. But also it can be a sign of something a little bit more serious going on. So any trouble swallowing just needs to be evaluated and you need a really an ear, nose, throat doctor to directly look down and visualize where you kind of swallow from to make sure there's no obstructing masses, lesions or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your knowledge and I thank you so much. And again, listeners, I wanted to remind you about January 23rd. Our goal at uh, the with the nonprofit is really just to reach out and touch people who are lonely. Uh, many people have lost a spouse and they might be by themselves at home or in a senior community and just want someone to talk to, just want a friend to have a conversation with. So my goal through the nonprofit is really to reach out. And, and it's interesting. I put one elderly gentleman in touch with another elder, elderly gentleman, two different cities. They talk every single day now, and they're like new best friends. But they would have never met each other. So this is what I'm trying to do with this nonprofit. So just make the call to my office if you would. It's a one-hour seminar, and it just explains about what we're trying to do with the nonprofit, connecting people to people. Again, you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Each and every week, we bring you pertinent information. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.